0: Here we go again. Chewing. Sure.
1: We're home. I bypassed the compressor. You and the chosen one! Something truly special. Congratulations. You are being rescued.
0: Revenge is not the Jedi way. I am no Jedi. The ability to speak might not make you intelligent we're going to try to prove otherwise, this is the Clashing Sabers podcast. I am, well, I'm your only host, Brandon, and I'm here to introduce this special release for you. So celebration has come and gone. Uh, Lots of news and good information came out of there. Of course, the Rise of Skywalker trailer, some Mando stuff, all kinds of different things. And we wanted to just kind of reflect on that and share our thoughts with you. So what we have on this special release is our different hosts are going to come on and share with you what they thought about Celebration, what they're looking forward to, where things go from here, all that kind of good jazz. And so I don't want to waste any more time. I'm looking forward to hearing everybody's thoughts, and hopefully you will share your thoughts with us after you listen to this. So let's throw it over to Adriana. Adriana, take it away.
2: Hi, guys. This is Adriana. A uh, lot of lot of information from Star Wars Celebration, which is always nice i always think celebration comes at a perfect time in the year you know when star wars maybe takes a back seat because there's not stuff coming out and so it's always nice to get that information because it kind of like boosts or reinvigorates my love for star wars and i think that's that's always why i love celebration even though i i don't i've never been to one um though next year for sure Anaheim I'm going to be there I'm already I'm already I've already started saving <laughs> all right so I guess the very first thing I wanted to talk about was the episode 9 trailer that we got title and trailer that we got uh the rise of skywalker very very emo- emotional about that um, because we obviously know that it's the end of the Skywalker saga, but there's so many implications, so many things to speculate about. Like, what does it mean? Who is the Skywalker they're talking about? What? Like, what is going to happen? You know, and I'm going to be 100% completely honest. I didn't even realize it was Palpatine in the trailer laughing at the end because I was so... Overwhelmed with emotion when I saw the clip of Ray hugging Leia. Um, I miss Carrie Fisher all the time. And so getting to see her in the film, it, I'm just, I just have like so many emotions. I can't even put into words how I feel about that. Um, how, like happy but sad I am at the same time, knowing that this is the last Skywalker film, uh saga film, and that this will be Carrie's last film, unless they do some sort of like what they did for Rogue One at the end, uh, which I sincerely doubt they'll do that. So um so yeah that that got me a little bit more than anything else in the trailer. Um, And it wasn't until my second viewing that I was like, what? Stop everything. Who is that? What am I hearing? This can't be. Um, But it is. uh, And it was especially exciting for me. Uh, I love, love, love the prequels. For me, they were my... Well, I had... I don't remember time, like, I uh, I don't know if you listen to Starships or not, but I don't remember time not knowing, like, not having Star Wars in my life, but the prequels were the ones that I got to see at midnight, the ones that I camped out for, and, you know, when they came out at the time, I was nine, and he was nine, and so, uh, Anakin was nine, and Racing Padres, just so... I have a lot of nostalgia, a lot of good memories associated with those films, so I love them. And so seeing like that nod to the prequels and the original trilogy like it's just overwhelming. Uh I don't want to talk about fan theories yet because there's still so much we don't know. There's still so much um More information uh, we might get with once they release a full length trailer. So yeah, no discourse. I don't want to, I just want to ruminate in my feelings before I start talking about what I think is going to happen, um, what I hope happens. And then I just want to touch on it just a little bit because my fangirl loving shipping self my heart grew three sizes, seeing all the, f- all the footage of Poe and Finn together, like on the speeder with C3, uh, on the ship with 3PO, uh, them laughing on the Falcon, those poses on the rocks, looking like they're about to drop their first album, yes, everything about that, yes. And I'm so excited! I just want more Poe and Finn together doing things, um, all the time. One hundred percent. That's that's what I'm here for. Uh, the one thing I will say that I'm kind of sad about is that we didn't get more Ray or sorry, more Rose. We got that one shot of Rose and Ray together, but that was really it. And I would have loved to see more Rose. Um, but, and, and also some of the new characters, but, you know, I know they're holding off probably for like reveals or for ne- the, the next trailer that they release. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully next time we get more of those char- characters, those new characters that will be interesting to see. Um, the Mandalorian, I was watching the stream at home, so I didn't really get to watch the footage. I I mean I didn't watch the footage. Um, I didn't want to watch the footage that was leaked because I I want to see like how it looks not on like a camera phone. You know what I mean. So I haven't watched that stuff yet, except for what they released in the stream. always down for more Latinx representation in Star Wars Um, so having Pedro Pascal lead this one has always been huge for me Uh, and so yeah I can't wait I can't wait I'm so glad that we get that on day one of Disney Plus I'm so glad that we don't have to wait till December like some people were saying I'm I'm November's still far away but it's you know, more manageable, and now that we have a set date, November 12th, really, so really excited about that, um, I, the Clone Wars, a lot of emotions about that as well, seeing Ahsoka kicking butt is always, always a plus in my book, um, but to be honest, the thing that as far as, like, the shows that I was really excited about was Resistance, the Season 2 poster. Um I love Resistance a lot more than I thought I was going to love it. And seeing these characters, um what happens in the Season 1 finale, and then seeing the poster, like, my heart is trying not to break. I have, like what is going to happen with Tam? I don't want her to be in the first order. I'm hoping it's just a ploy. I want her, I want her to be back with her, her crew, you know? Um, so we're like, I'm really excited to see how that plays out. And I really, there's so much they can do with that. Um, And hopefully it make it a really good story. And I really, really hope, uh, that we get some sort of crossover with either, like, with episode nine, as far as maybe, like, even like a nod to the character, like, the characters, maybe them talking about the Colossus or the Colossus being seen in the movie. Um, and then, yeah, or, Seeing some of the, those, it, those characters showing up in, more of the characters showing up, um, in Resistance. I know we got a lot of Poe, Phasma, Hooks, uh, but it'd be nice to get a little bit more, more crossover, I think. Um, it would be a wasted opportunity if we didn't get, we didn't get some of that. Um, so yeah, those are, My jumbled thoughts on Celebration. Um, Like I said, hopefully next year, Anaheim 2020, I will make it down. That's it for me, guys. Bye.
1: We've passed on all we know.
2: A thousand generations live in you now.
3: Celebration Chicago has come and gone, and I enjoyed as much of it as I could from the comfort of Charlotte, North Carolina. The Clashing Sabers gang is already trying to figure out the possibility of meeting up for 2020's celebration event in Anaheim, which, as it turns out, is in California, and not as I previously believed in Florida. It's a big difference. But we get to walk away from 2019's conference with some of the glaring holes of information now filled in. Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, will bring the Skywalker saga to a close this Christmas and it will actually begin a hiatus for films, according to non-Celebration-specific information that was also released around that time. The films will presumably get some air to breathe as other creative controllers push their projects forward, including two individual trilogies of movies and no less than four television series continue. That'd be Clone Wars Season 6, Resistance, The Mandalorian, and the Cassian Andor series. The, the hiatus could certainly be good for the films and a chance for the creative minds to really put together something special when they're ready to pick the films back up again. However, in the back of my mind, I can already hear the cries of Disney's killing Star Wars and it's all the fault of, you know, fill in the blank. Sadly, I don't think we're through the worst of the hot takes yet. The trailer for episode nine was an absolute blast. Ray flipping over starships, we get new locations, we get old friends put together and what looks to be like some serious action with finally all three of our heroes on the same screen together. They actually get to have an adventure together, and that's something we haven't had yet, and so Episode nine is a great place for that. But here's my overall takeaway from the trailer. We know so very little of what will make it into the final film. We should make sure to temper any and all expectations. Remember Luke's voiceover from the Force Awakens trailer? Or how about when Jin Erso faced down a TIE fighter from a catwalk and for Rogue One? While again, the trailer itself was ba- dazzling to behold... I feel so little confidence that everything from there is going to make it into the final product. And it worries me, because I don't know what elements would be okay to drop from the film. Which would you rather lose? Ray facing down the TIE silencer in the desert? Poe and Finn playing Indiana Jones? New landing sequences? Discovering old wreckages of old Death Stars? Or the cackling villains that we get at the end? All of these would be great if they're a part of the final film, but I don't have 100% confidence that all of this trailer makes it past the title crawl. So, we got the title itself. The title itself is just as ambiguous as the trailer. At least with The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, we had some ideas of what they might mean, but we had less of the why filled in, which is fine. Here, The Rise of Skywalker makes a lot less sense than we all probably would have liked. This is going to fuel the J.J. Abrams conspiracy and theorizing chatter for the intervening months to come, undoubtedly. There's already been a lot of takes as to what the real meaning behind this phrase is. Everything from, the Jedi will be renamed Skywalkers as some sort of new denomination of force users, or that Ben Solo will claim his Skywalker heritage, or somehow that Rey will be revealed to be a member of the Skywalker family all along. I'm not personally beholden to any one of these particular theories, and none of them grab me with enough interest to really get behind this early in the game. We'll know soon enough, and that works well enough for me. What else we got? The Mandalorian panel stands out uh, as top-notch for no other reason than number one, it proved that a Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni project can work because of the teamwork and greater sum than individual parts that these two guys have. Uh, Two, the design looks absolutely marvelous. Favreau brings some real joy and presence with his presentation. The benefit of having someone with actual acting credentials on a stage meant to entertain people compare his performance here to the episode 9 panel with JJ and Kathleen Kennedy, who both felt slightly out of their elements and are trying to just get by. They treat it more like a press conference than they do a chance to actually entertain people. Favreau is much more kid on Christmas. Let me show you all the cool things I've gotten to play with for the past months and years. The Mandalorian is certainly the highlight of Celebration for me. I'm more interested and excited about what that project looks like, even more so than episode 9. I watched the Phantom Men- phantom menace panel which was nice nice is about the best word i can think to describe it uh i do not think there was much new information revealed no earth shattering revelations or new ways of interpreting old events the best part of the panel was easily ian McDermott retelling old stories about playing palpatine for both return of the jedi and the phantom menace of special note is his recollection of of interacting with liam neeson on set that's a story worth listening to if you haven't you should The last thing that comes to attention is probably the panel on Jedi Fallen Order, the new AAA title coming from EA in the Star Wars video game universe. More details were released about this game than ever before, and it all landed with a lot of new questions afterward. For example, we learned that Fallen Order would be a solely single-player experience with no multiplayer options. That's new. No microtransactions existed in the game design and none are expected. That's also new. It's a bit confusing because EA axed a similar game design and structure not all that long ago in the form of Amy Hennig's project. We talked about this briefly at the time. Hennig, of the Uncharted series and Success, was working for about two years on a similar game design for EA before they canceled it unceremoniously on her. That's when they moved into redoing the Battlefront games and going for the multiplayer experiences and the microtransaction. And they earned a lot of uh, blowback for that, honestly. Now they're going back to that same source material and structure, but without her. It seems extremely odd, given her pedigree for game design talent. EA has a rough history with Star Wars games, and there have been loud calls for Disney to take the license back out of EA's hands. And while having a street date for a release for Fallen Order is encouraging, at least we know the game is coming out, think about this. A game eight months away from release was shown off with a trailer, but no actual gameplay footage. So while it certainly looks pretty... We've no idea what the gameplay actually looks like. It's a big issue because of similar histories and concerns with movie trailers. What you see in the teasers is not always indicative of the final project. So all in all, Celebration brought us a lot of good news, a lot of interesting things to think about, and also a lot more questions. One could say that this has become the norm for Star Wars Celebration. From those who spent their weekends on the event hall floors, it sounds and looks like it was a blast, and I'm happy for those who got to experience it. See you guys in Anaheim. That's it.
1: But this is your find. All right, so it has been. Just about a week since I have gotten home and been physically and mentally recuperating from Star Wars Celebration. So, I don't want to bog everyone down with my personal experiences because they were just absolutely incredible. And I want to thank everyone who I was able to meet out in Chicago. Uh, Definitely made for one of the best weeks I could ever imagine. Can't wait for Anaheim, definitely gonna do everything possible to get back there. Um, But in terms of just celebration in general, and this is outside of my own personal experiences, this is just kind of my state of the union for the Star Wars fandom. And I think that after last week, the fandom is going to be in a much healthier place for a long time if I had to describe Star Wars Celebration Chicago in kind of one overarching fragment of a sentence, it would be unification through division is kind of what kept coming to mind. All right, so stay with me. I think after The Force Awakens and especially after The Last Jedi, it was pretty clear that Star Wars fans were divided. There was the extreme of people who <laughs> absolutely love the last jedi and those who think it totally ruined star wars and those people those latter that latter group very very vocal. I think what happened really is everyone went in with their expectations of course what they hope would happen none of it actually did. There's also those people who hate the last Jedi because they're more into the bounty hunter aspect of it, or maybe they wanted more force unleashed type stuff. Now what Lucasfilm is doing is saying, Hey, no matter what part of star Wars you're into, we have something for you. So if you are really into the main Skywalker saga, and that's what you're here for, that's what you're sticking around for have this trailer for episode nine. We're finally going to give you some more information. If you're someone who wants the video games, or even someone who, like me, really loves the aspect of the Force and the Jedi, have this great new trailer for a new game coming out in November. Maybe you want the bounty hunters and you want to get into that live action space. There's something for you now as well. Whether you are into the animation, there were great um, announcements made about the books coming out, things like that. There really was a little bit of something for everyone, but what's most impressive is they found a way to do it where it doesn't feel like they're just throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. They seem very methodical in what they're doing. They know the target audience for each thing that they are setting up, and they're able to tie everything together so whether it is the vader immortal panel the fallen jedi panel everything had elements where they were laying the groundwork for other things so for example vader immortal the new vr game that's coming out um Actually, it didn't even seem so much like a game as it did a story, but they were explaining the different ways that they started to set up for that game already and how the location is so important. And through these other games and these other minor stories that they've been releasing, they were starting to lay the groundwork so that we feel familiar with this location and we know where we are. Obviously, for Fallen Jedi Order, they're talking about the different comic books, you know, Vader 19 and how it introduces some of those characters as well. So it's not like they are just picking things at random, hoping to find what's going to stick with the largest amount of people, and they're going to go from there. It seems like they really are interested in, here's the stories that we need to tell. Here are the stories that people are going to connect with, and here is the best way to tell each story. It does not seem at all random that the bounty hunters get the TV show and the Jedi get the video game and so on and so forth. I really do think they know exactly what they're doing and they want to make as many people happy and they're willing to do it in as many ways as possible without sacrificing what we're getting from the story. So overall, I was just so impressed with everything we got from Star Wars celebration. I'm already having withdrawals. Already planning my trip to Anaheim. But for now there's just so much to really dive into. You know, we can sit there and break down every little piece of the trailer and start to throw out these crazy theories about what it means. But for me, I'm just going to continue to enjoy this this high that I'm on and all the positivity going around right now because I do think that everyone has something to be excited for, so I'm excited to see what happens next. But stick around, we're of course gonna take the next few months and continue to break down all of this information a little bit further. will always be with you. No one's ever really gone. <laughs>
4: everyone it's mark we have a brand new trailer to talk about yeah the final movie in the skywalker saga i i don't even know where to begin because seeing that trailer the way that i saw it with thousands of other star wars fans on the on the floor of the exhibit hall it was something i'm i'm never going to forget the only thing i can compare it to is being at a concert or or being at a football game where everybody's cheering for the same thing. Everybody is pumped for the same reason. You just want to see what are these new images? What are who's gonna be in the who's who are we gonna see first? When will we see a lightsaber? What other characters will show up? Will they give away any of the story? You know, all these all these expectations go into your first viewing of a, of a new Star Wars trailer and it's not until I went back and watched the the replay of the crowd in the exhibit hall when the trailer played and thousands of faces turned upwards to those giant screens and just watching people's reaction and seeing even when I was down there I was in that and I had no concept of how many people were in the hall at that moment all looking at the screens um, it just gives me chill. It still gives me chills. I, I've gone back and watched those videos again and again, probably as much as I've watched the trailer itself. Because there's just something about a brand new Star Wars trailer that just gets you really, really pumped and excited for the possibilities of what could happen next. And I don't think that I've let it sink in quite yet, that this, this is going to be the end. This is the end. It's not the end of Star Wars, of course, but it's the end of this... 40 year journey. And intellectually, I know it's the end, but I don't think I've been letting myself feel that. And there were moments in the trailer where I started to feel that for sure. Um, the opening shot with Ray standing in the desert is just gorgeous. I don't know if it's Tatooine or if it's Jakku. And at this point, I'm not really, I don't really care which planet it is, I was taken aback by just how beautiful the shot was. It reminded me of something you'd see in Lawrence of Arabia. I mean, the cinematography and just the vista that's behind her. And, you know, it's funny because ever since 2015, when we got that Chewy We're Home moment in the trailer, I, I kept, I've been saying all along that, like, nothing will ever top that. And I don't know that anything ever can top that. But... This one came really close. I've talked to some people who say that they think that this may be the best teaser trailer. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that yet. It's certainly up there for me. I mean, just whoever's putting these trailers together, the the way that they, they combine the music and it builds and they, and they use this one Epic moment to sort of kick the trailer off, which is just, we don't even know what's happening. It's just Ray's in a desert by herself. Um, kai interceptor which is presumably being being flown by kylo is coming at her we don't know if he's attacking her if he's attacking her why isn't he firing on her she does this leap into the air and it's (laughs) the crowd goes crazy and i i will never be able to watch that trailer and not think about how the crowd reacted i've i've even seen videos reaction videos of people that i follow on twitter um, who i consider to be friends even though we've never met and there's something really moving about seeing people that you know or you're familiar with taking in the trailer for the last time. I mean, it really it makes me emotional. And I think it's because of the sense of the shared experience that we're all having. You know, in the last year, there's been so much division within fandom. I don't think it can be overstated how much I think fandom needed this trailer It needed that moment of everyone having a communal experience where we're all gathered around the campfire and we're listening to the story being told and we're hearing it for the first time and, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? Yeah, Star Wars is epic. It's just epic and it just feels good. Um, I don't really have any... I don't have a lot of things to say about speculating about what happens in the trailer or how it might appear in the movie and what's happening... I don't want to get bogged down by a lot of speculation. Um, There's a couple of ideas I've seen floated around that I like. Uh, One of them is that the, the use of the term Skywalker may not refer to Luke or the Skywalker family. It may refer instead to the idea that this new generation of Force users are going to call themselves Skywalkers. And I find that really, really intriguing. And if that's what, if that's the direction they're going, I'm all on board with that. But I'm, I'm open to seeing any other interpretation. I, I just want the final story in the Skywalker saga to be affecting. To, I want it to move me. I'm going to be an emotional wreck. Gosh, I mean, there's just so many highlights in that, in that trailer. And then it kicks in with Leia's theme. And oh my gosh, you know how I feel about Leia's theme. That is my favorite piece of music John Williams has ever written. It's gorgeous. It's going to be the final appearance of Carrie Fisher. And we are so fortunate. So very fortunate. Leia is in the movie and she has, she has something to say in this film. And that it's Carrie's last role. It's Carrie's last appearance. Um, we're just incredibly lucky to be able to have that. And we're getting Lando back. <laughs> and not only is is Lando back, Lando's pulled out his his old outfit and it still fit and he's like he's got the falcon back. He's feeling good about himself. It's like I'm, you know, I'm back baby and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to rock the same attire that I rocked when I was 25 years old and he still rocks it. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I've talked this whole time, and I, don't, and I haven't even gotten to like the big reveal. Um, when that laugh happens, well, first of all, we see the Death Star. And I'm like, oh, okay, because I remember when, they, when the art of The Force Awakens came out, there was a lot of artwork uh, showing how at one point in the story, they were going to explore the wreckage of the Death Star 2. And so when I saw that image of the Death Star on the horizon over the ocean, I thought, oh, wow, they're actually doing that for this movie. That's really cool. And then that laugh kicks in. And I honestly, I don't remember what it felt like in the moment to hear the laugh and whether I unnecessarily necessarily made the connection. The next thing that happens, of course, this, the Rise of Skywalker titles revealed. I was pumping my fist because I was... Worried that the title was not going to grab me, and I couldn't have been more happy with that title. So I was, you know, jumping up and down and happy. And on the live feed of from the panel, that's when you know the stage goes red and Ian McDermott walks out. And I think that's the moment where I'm like, Ian McDermott is coming back to reprise his role as as Palpatine. He's going to be in the final Star Wars movie, and that's when just you know the whole place just went crazy with all the new star Wars content that we are going to be getting in the next few months, especially in the fall when we get the Mandalorian, we get fallen order. Uh, and then we follow that up with episode nine. This really is, we're living in the golden age right now of star Wars. Like the fuel of star Wars is nostalgia because we all grew up on it. Um, but this is really the best time to be a Star Wars fan. 20 years from now, people will look back on this time and talk about this as, as the golden time, the nostalgia time. There are brand new Star Wars fans being made every day based on what we're seeing and what we're getting right now. And I don't take it for granted. After 40 plus years of being immersed in Star Wars as as a fan, um, it is just, feels just as new and fresh to me as it did when I was a kid. And I am well aware of how rare that is to feel that way about something and I'm not taking it for granted. So I look forward to hearing what everybody else has to say about the trailer and
0: it's going to be a wild few months guys. All right. We really want to thank you for taking the time to listen to really any of our episodes, but this one in particular, Uh, we will have a regularly scheduled episode coming out next week where we will be doing our top three, bottom three for Rogue one. Uh, but until then, if you want to share your celebration thoughts, your memories, anything cool like that, anything Star Wars like that, you can go ahead and email us, Clashing Sabers Network at gmail.com. You can send us a message over on Twitter at Clashing Sabers. Uh, we have our Facebook group, which is a lot of fun, and people are sharing their thoughts and, and stuff over there. That, of course, is the Clashing Sabers Star Wars community. Or you can give us a call. Our hotline, bling is 832-966-0077. So we look forward to hearing your thoughts and sharing them on the next episode. Until then, may the force be with you.